What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Judge Logan. I'm back here with another segment on Higher Thoughts. It's been a while. It's been hard not to do this. Uh, it's been tempting every day. You know, I miss doing daily segments with, uh, with my wonderful host that was on here and was featured on many of the podcasts, uh, Stephanie from Sepa Healing, who is just a, a really amazing person. And she connects a lot of the things that I tend to leave out. She's a little bit more in tune with spirituality than I am and um, has more of a full practice of it than I do. A little bit better grasp on some of these different topics, I'd say, um, more than I do. So, I mean, that's something that I, I really appreciate. And the reason for doing this segment today is I want to give an explanation why I've been away for so long and have discontinued doing the segments, um, not permanently, temporarily. I feel that whenever you listen to someone or you begin to form your ideas or your way of thinking around what other people say, you better be damn sure that those people are correct, that they have studied in depth, that they have the correct interpretation of what they're speaking about. And for me, I feel that I've been misguided in some ways by people that have pieces of truth put together, but in other ways, um, lack credibility in other areas that they've made stipulations and assumptions in. And I feel that for me, it's extremely important to be in the know, to have true knowledge of these subjects, to have witnessed them firsthand, to disseminate some of the language myself, to read some of these texts and to be able to have a grasp for them with my own understanding and my own knowledge. So I don't want to misguide people. I love doing this and it's something that brings me so much joy, but I know that I haven't taken the necessary steps to prepare myself, to articulate myself in a manner that is presentable to the people that they can just lock onto and really understand a, a very simplified way of kind of digging digging into some of these these metaphysical esoteric topics that just are so unbelievably difficult to disseminate and to articulate so i feel that it would be wrong of me to continue doing stuff that i don't fully understand just talking about it and someone be led to change their opinion or their beliefs based off of what i said when me myself has not established it as a fact. And so that's very, very important to me. I do not want to misguide people. I do not want to mislead people. I do not want to be a hypocrite. As a matter of fact, I, I, I can't. It's difficult for me to sit there and listen to someone that I know is talking out of their ass, that I know that their information is wrong or they're just speculating. And I do that a lot. So I'm a, I'm a very big hypocrite in that way. And it's important to not misguide people, to not be someone you're not. And that's essentially the, the basis of the short segment today is to kind of keep people in the loop, to help people understand. I'm sure you can tell um, by the sound of my voice, I'm a bit under the weather. And, you know, I've been fighting through that. I have a lot of personal things going on. And it's important to 
put your full attention to be in the moment, to live this life, to not be so detached from the experiences, constantly trying to break them down into a spiritual way, but rather be here, experience it, um, you know, be in the moment. And I love to be present with my family when they're around and to spend time with my daughter, to put time in the house. Um, I know that there's things with my health that I'm neglecting. You know, I, I, I work from, I have to wake up at two in the morning and, you know, I'm off to work, gotta be there by 3 a.m. And, you know, some days it'll be 12 hour days. So I'll get off and immediately do a podcast and that will roll over into the time my family's home. And by the time they're home, I'm showering, eating and going to sleep. And so there's no time for them. And with that being said, me just jumping into these podcasts, I'm losing valuable time to be more studious and more consistent with looking up this information and not just researching it. I'm talking about going to college, studying linguistic anthropology, um, theology, and, you know, looking a little bit more into the occult from what you can learn from college and trying to get a better grasp on these languages, these texts, what they truly mean, get my own personal insight from the connections I make and, you know, possibly visit some of these ancient megalithic sites such as the pyramids of Giza or Machu Picchu or, you know, the the pyramids of the sun and the moon in Mexico uh, and have a well enough understanding that I'm not just standing back and looking at this massive megalith megalithic structure and just being in awe I want to be able to go there and be like oh I I see what they're doing here I see the connection the astrological significance uh any kind of mathematic or geometrical uh synchronicities so to say which is probably a complete incorrect dissemination of that uh so forgive me but there's something there uh with the way the architecture is designed how it's reoccurring through many megalithic sites throughout the world in india and in in mexico and then the the pyramid structure uh how that's just a reoccurring thing maybe not necessarily like the ones of the the great pyramid of uh kofu but it's step pyramids and nonetheless it's in the shape of a pyramid so it's easy to see that there is some kind of universal architecture and astrological alignments that was taking place with many of these structures which you know that's why people tie in the ancient alien theory it's very very cool to look into i uh want to go a little bit more in depth into looking into zachariah ascension's theory i personally don't believe it and that's the theory that you know the anunnaki uh genetically hijacked uh early hominids or neanderthals uh an early form of primates uh genetically altered their dna in some form that led them to have consciousness um and that we were built as a slave race that there's you know x amount of planets which i'm, I'm doing a very horrible job of uh articulating this here but there's an extra number of planets that are outside of the solar system that come back into the cyclical calendar of the celestial movements of the bodies in space. So essentially we were genetically altered to become this work race, this, this slave force that was to 
mine and extract all the resources, the valuable, valuable minerals of this planet and to be subservient to a hierarchy in which their only concern is to keep us under the guise of their control and to continue to evolve us to continually supply them with more advanced forms of what we have to offer, such as, you know, we go from the will to having fire and well, from the fire to having the will and, you know, the atlatl, the spear, we begin to make weaponry, arts, pottery, architecture, agriculture, and bam, then, you know, we hit the industrial revolution. Then we have the emergence of technology. And now, you know, we're just at a, a rapid evolving pace. And it's clear to see that us as humans have a tremendous capability of inventing and using our imagination and our will to bring these ideas into a physical realm. And they're just insane. I'm able to speak into a microphone and invisibly project my voice all across the internet. I mean, think about that for a moment. Like I, I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, if, if, if I gave one of you motherfuckers an ax and sent you off in the woods, how long would it take you to come back with an iPhone? Huh? Like how long would it take you just with a fucking ax to go out in the woods and then come back with, the, with an iPhone that, that I'm talking on right now? Like, you know what I mean? You're realizing all the effort put into that, and it's it's mind-boggling just to see from the point of which we came. It's it's hard to comprehend. It's it's like this momentum and this, this direction and this direction that we're headed is like this emergence with technology. And so, like the Anunnaki theory has always been something that's like on the back of my palate. You know, I, I crave it, I taste it, and it's it tastes good. I like to keep it and savor it and I, I hold it back because I always like to go back and look into it a little bit deeper for me personally it's difficult to believe and this is why furthermore that I just would like to go and study these things firsthand read these Sanskrit texts the Kinetic form texts and you know there's there's millions of stone like not papyruses but engravings of, of text of scrolls that they cooked into stone they didn't put it in paper so it wouldn't burn and lost or hidden it, it's there and it's physical and you can see it and you know select few people can read this this sumerian writing i'd like to do that myself and kind of gather a theory of my own and i think it's important to you know understand language and words and where they come from and what they mean and you know, I was listening to Jordan Maxwell talk about banks. Well, where do banks come from? Banks are on both sides of the river. Cash flow, the flow of the river. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to see that these, these things are associated with things that you don't even understand. The dissemination of these words that we use, that we don't fully understand. So that's something I, I, I have to go to school for. I have to be able to get a better understanding for. You know, I'm young and I want to do great things. I want to be a part of the brilliant minds that shape this country into a better place. 
and I want to help people, I want to inspire people, but I'll never do so if I'm not in the position. And speaking with whole heart, whole truth, and not being some, you know, a, a sumptive asshole that's just making all these claims, things that I don't know, that I don't understand, that I can't prove to you. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be someone who, if people feel challenged in their belief, that they know that I'm immediately going to have some facts to put out if they question it. And I'm going to have real information, not just, oh, well, I think here this and this happens. Uh, real accounts of real civilizations and real examples of how they experienced it, other ideas and go in depth into them and to be able to give you exact scenarios. So I feel that's important. It's very important. That concludes the topic. That includes concludes the segment. It's such a pleasure to do this. And like I said, shout out to Stephanie from SEPA Healing. You can find her podcast on iTunes, on Anchor, on Spotify. An amazing speaker. This woman is very, very in tune with her spirituality. Has very good guidance. Very good information. Uh, This is someone I trust. Um, You know, as, as... in comparison to me and her, some of her ideas and the things in which the way she thinks is uh, different than mine, is, is, is a little bit more out there than mine. Uh, but nonetheless, all have like this, this connection. It gives this connection, this understanding that brings you more into the mystery of this life. I mean, it is absolutely amazing, wonderful, awestruck just to think about you know, you're a, a culmination of atoms, a big group of atoms that are clinging together through a vibrational field. The force that's holding your atoms together is the only reason that you can't just walk right through a wall. The force that's holding the atoms together of that wall and the force of the atoms that's being held together by you won't intertwine. They can't surpass each other. One's more dense than the other. The vibrational frequency in which they're vibrating at is is at such a high rate that they can't pass through each other you're living in an illusion you look at your hands and your body and your feet your guts your mouth your your tongue your teeth and you're like this is me i'm i'm judge the name that you were given at birth something you learned um everything about you is something you learned never was it just a realization of what you are And so I think it's absolutely a mystery to be in this world, to be this like huge, like, it's difficult to put in words, but you're in like a field of energy. You're completely composed of energy. It's, It's energies you can't see. It's forces you can't see. And yet with what you're able to see through the five senses, which we know, and it's provable that there are other forces out there beyond the five senses, uh, you attach yourself to that. When you know, you know, it's provable that that's not truly what you are. And it's, it's, it's amazing to think about everything being made up of atoms, particles, molecules, moving and vibrating and different energetic levels, different dimensions. It's amazing to think that you're a part of that, that you're everything that everything is here in this physical world. And 
that's that's where I get drawn into the mystery. Uh, of course, if you go a little bit further, then you're gonna get you're drawn back into religion if you're an atheist or you don't believe in God. But uh, just the mystery of being here, you know, it's easy to dis- dismiss if you're like, well, this is all random. This is just like the the momentum of evolution, and this is the product of it. Uh, this is all random. None of this has purpose. None of this has meaning. Uh, I mean, it's easy to admit, like, it not be a mystery anymore, not be cool, uh, not have meaning. And that's why, you know, people say that, well, religion is just a way for you to extract meaning from this life or to make it more meaningful to you or to condemn others. Or So I, I see the distaste in religion. But, man, you are in a mystery. How are you here? How are you conscious? How are you aware? How are you experiencing this? If this was all just a dream and you woke up and you had this experience and you're just here, this is insane. This is crazy. What a time to be alive. All this technology, all these pleasures, the joy, the food. I mean, the people, the conversations, the touches, the emotions. It's it's so much and it's, you're, you're, you're experiencing it all. You're all here, a part of everything that is all. And that's the mystery to me. Like, how? How? What is it? What are these forces? How do they they arrange themselves in a particular order? I won't say that there's an intelligence behind it. I won't say there's a God behind it. But how? How is it that there is this this density, these these like combination of atoms that arrange themselves in, in a given order that allows it to construct you, to give you this experience? I don't know if it's random. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I go back and forth. I always try to bathe my beliefs and doubts. Keep with me. Stay tuned. I will be releasing more segments. My, my primary goal is to further my education, to have knowledge in these subjects, to have a, an in-depth understanding to where if I'm questioned by something perplexing, I'll immediately have information and knowledge of facts to be able to present myself in my case. And if I don't, then I'll keep my mouth shut. I want to know these things for myself. I don't want to speak out of speculation any longer. I apologize. These podcasts are amazing. I enjoy them so much. And it is very difficult to not be able to do them. I want to do them all the time. I, I, I find myself thinking of amazing conversations to have, to have with Stephanie and you know, it's, it's, it, it kind of sucks not to be able to do it. To be honest, uh, it's hard, but I'm, I'm not to, I'm not, I'm not going to establish myself into the world's biggest hypocrite. I won't do it. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a fucking good weekend. It is going to be nice, cool, and rainy. These, these cold, damp, white mornings. I love it. I love it. Excellent time to go look for psilocybin mushrooms. If you're in that kind of field of study, mycology, let's not say you're having fun recreationally. You're doing it for scientific purposes and study. Great weather. Humidity's up. It's cool over here in East Texas. And yeah, get out there and go explore a little bit. Get your hands dirty. Get a workout in. Get some good food. You know, let's have a little fun. But most importantly, let's be safe, man. Our 
We're never aware of how our decisions might affect other people. We're just in the moment. We're like, oh, I got to do it. Got to do it. Got to fucking let's go. You know, don't hop in the car. Shit face drunk. Just be conscientious. There's mothers and children that have died that I'm sure many people personally know that was hit by a drunk driver, one form or another, the family of the community or people that were in your family. It's, you know, very tragic thing. Be responsible. That's it. Wrapping it up. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one.